Now back to the Ty Butler and Brandon Jacobs show on 98.7 ESPN. Final hour of the program. And how about this, Brandon? Uh, Jalen Rager with a 98-yard kickoff return for a touchdown in Buffalo to put the Patriots up 7 to nothing over the Bills. I, I I wouldn't be shocked if, if if the Patriots go in there and win that game. And you talking about a team who needs to win desperately uh, uh, in the in the Bills. I, yeah. I, I I wouldn't be shocked if, if if New England win that game. The Bills have to win out. They and have to if win. They do. They they get a, a chance to actually steal this division from the Dolphins. If if Baltimore wins this game today against Miami and the Bills win out and they play Miami next week, they would win this division. Uh, so that's just an awful way to start the game. We didn't get a chance to get our picks in, uh, but uh, one of my picks was uh, New England today plus fourteen and a half. So I mean it's early, uh, but I do feel good about that right now. Last night. I had the Lions plus six, and there was that. That was uh, a controversial ending, because if you missed it, the Cowboys won it, but the Lions actually scored a touchdown. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown got into the end zone. Dan Campbell, instead of kicking the extra point and sending it to overtime, elected to go for two, which I I, I loved that decision, and it looked like it worked. They had this trick play dialed up. Jared Goff throws it to uh, an offensive lineman, but it gets called back because they say he didn't report as eligible. And now uh, everyone's up in, uh, uh, up in flames just because they, they don't know if the official's lying, did he make a mistake. It, there's clear video that that offensive tackle is talking to, to the, the official. To the but official. it's also clear video say, showing three other guy, two other guys over there. Why do three guys need to go with one guy to, you know, to report? Were they Why? trying to were they trying to um, confuse the Cowboys? You can't confuse the Cowboys because you go over and you report you a lineman that's lining up in a in a in a legal wide receiver in a legal uh, you know position. like yeah in a position. So you're not tricking anybody by sending three guys over there to go and report. Like you're not tricking anybody at all. This guy's gonna line up at tight end. The other two is gonna be a tackle in the in the right tackle and the in the left tackle. And one of the guys is gonna line up at tight end. So you're not tricking anybody by sending three guys over there. I think that's probably was the confusion of the whole time. You got three guys over there, one run in late, and you got two guys talking to the official. I, I'm I'm not sure what happened with you know, which is why I would love to have audio of the conversation, which I know all of these refs have you know, all, like all of them have microphones on, so at some point, we're going to get the audio to figure out what really happened and what was really said. Yeah, because did he announce the wrong guy was eligible? It, it sounds like Detroit, uh, they contend that they did everything right. And they say that before the game, they alerted the officials that in a potential you know, situation where they, they could run a trick play, uh, that, that that was going to happen. So the officials knew it before the game. It looks like the the line, Taylor Decker, the lineman, actually went to the official and told him that he was reporting as eligible. But something happened during that. But exchange. did he though, Ty? But did he really report though? Because he's, it he's, showed you that. You can see he's talking to him. Yeah, you 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 can see that. <clears throat> now, obviously, that that's why I would love to have audio from that conversation, so we all can put this to, you know rest this you know go you know put this to rest and figure out really what what was really said. 
Yeah. I just don't think I just I just don't think three people needed to go over there. That's that's just me. I think that's a part of the confusion. The ref might be looking up like, well, who's reporting? You got two, you know, you got these two guys, and this guy run on like who who's reporting? I think, you know, I, I like I don't know. I'm just saying what could have possibly happened, but they didn't need to send three guys over there. All right. Well, here was Taylor Decker after the game uh, talking about that controversial moment. I mean, all I really want to say on it, just so I don't get myself into trouble, is, I mean, I did exactly what coach told me to do, and uh, went to the ref, set report, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. And, you know, it was my understanding, too, that, you know, Dan brings up the possibility of those sorts of plays pre-game, so I did, did what I was told to do, and did how we did it in practice all week, and, uh, I mean, that's probably all I'm really going to touch on with that. It looked like Jared did tell you to go over there, and you were all over there. Just Yeah, I mean, there's not much more I can add to it. I mean, there's... See the video of it. I mean, the implication uh, 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 of that game last night w- was just ginormous. If Detroit had won, uh, the Lions would have secured, at worst, the number two seed in the NFC with another win next week. Uh, if they had won that game, and again in week 18 in San Francisco loses, the Lions get the number one seed. With the loss now, it's expected to uh, be a number three seed, and they would need significant help to have any chance of moving up. That involves Philadelphia losing, or, or if the Cowboys you know, steal that division, the Cowboys are winning the, the, the division but finishing with an uh, inferior record to Detroit, uh, which is going to be hard to do now that the Cowboys have the tiebreaker. But you know, a potential divisional playoff game against the NFC East winner would have been in Detroit, but now it's more than likely going to be an away game if it gets to that point. So it's a huge, it's a huge moment. Even the Eagles fans rooting for the Lions because they're trying to stave off the Cowboys in that NFC East. Well, that's I think the, that's the worst. That's the the last thing you want if, if you're the NFL. I think this playoffs is going to be. A, I think a lot of people is going to be shocked. I think everybody who was picked to go to the Super Bowl, like outside of Baltimore. I think everything's going to be different. I, I, at first, I thought the Eagles were, you know, I thought they were going to go. I just, I simply don't think they're good enough. I, you don't think the Eagles are good enough? No, that defense I don't. Is bad, has been bad. That defense has been bad, and they haven't been that productive on offense. They they should have lost to the Giants last week. Um, easy. They should, definitely should have, you know, you know, should have lost. I think we should have had some things happen in that game, you know, uh, that could have been in our favor. Um, for some some calls anyway, but you know you could never leave it up to the referees to 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 give you a win or or you know whatever it may be. But I I don't think the I don't I I I think the Eagles is a first round exit. I do. I think they get knocked out in the first round of the playoffs. I right. I, I do. I don't see it. I, and and I and I also coming out you know you know looking at it, I see the I see the Giants beating the Eagles next next week because they're going to have to play their starters. You won't be able to sit out and with so many different implications, so mm-hmm. many different things could go so, like so many different ways. For them to keep, to stay where they are, they have to play their starters. And I got the Giants beating them. All right, so the Eagles right now are at home against the Cardinals. And Arizona is actually in the red zone, second and four from the Philadelphia Nine. Uh, so we'll keep you posted on that game. The Niners... On the road in Washington, taking on the Commanders. was supposed to be Jacoby Brissett starting, but uh, he got hurt this week. So Sam Howell back into the mix. The Saints up 6 nothing in Tampa on the Buccaneers. This is a big game. Saints 7-8, and eight, Bucks 8-7. Eight and seven. So this could decide uh, the winner of that NFC South division. You've got the Rams, of course, uh, taking on the Giants. Uh, they're in field goal range. The Rams will clinch a playoff spot with a win plus a Seattle loss or a win plus a tie 
in the Green Bay-Minnesota game. You've got Houston welcoming back uh, C.J. Stroud to the mix. He missed a couple of games with that concussion. They're home for the Titans. That is scoreless. Jaguars playing today without Trevor Lawrence. C.J. Beathard getting the start. They're up 3-0 on the Panthers. Meanwhile, the Colts at 8-7 and seven are up a touchdown over the Raiders. Raiders still a shot uh, to make the playoffs as well, so big game for them. They can steal this division. They need to win out. Kansas City loses out, and they will be your AFC West division winners. Falcons-Bears scoreless in that game. Bills uh, went three and out. I, I said that the game started with a, a kickoff return for a touchdown for the Patriots. They go up 7 nothing. Bills go 3 and out. But then on the ensuing New England possession, Bailey Zappi throws a, just a mind-boggling interception. Ed Oliver catches it. So they now have the ball 3rd and 6 uh, at the New England 17. And meanwhile, man, I, I picked the Ravens to win this game. Still early. But they are down a touchdown, seven to nothing in Baltimore. They are taking on the Dolphins. Uh, Baltimore with the chance to wrap up the number one seed in the AFC. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Let's go to Roscoe in Brooklyn. What's up, Roscoe? Yeah, I just want to give a big shout out to my man DJ because I named my son after him after that oh, 2018 nice. season. After after you were strong arm in the Patriots game, I think it was week sixteen. You guys played in Giants. Remember, they were undefeated. Yep. You guys went toe-for-toe for, with them that, that, that last game. And you were just beating. Yo, B, how, how many yards you had that game? It was, you know what? It, 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 it looked crazy. It looked like it was a whole bunch. But it was. I think I had like, I don't know, I think I had like 85, somewhere around there. I caught a pass for a touchdown. I had some really That's good what runs. It was. That's what it was. And it was just like you just didn't give up. You you was just yo you was wilding that day and you guys almost pulled it off that game you guys almost beat them week seventeen and then you know what happened in the finals but my I call for this B my issue is right so I put a parlay in early in the season you know, early you know because I kind of saw, saw Denver you know I was like, hey maybe Denver might mess around and win the the West but this this is the question I got to ask. If they would have won last week against Detroit, would this you think this still would have occurred? Like you really gonna like they got a chance to win the division, not no more. Denver doesn't have a chance anymore. But all these gambling people that have put millions, we put a lot of money, bro. Isn't that like ruining the integrity? Yeah, of the it, it compromises mm-hmm. the integrity of the product. And yeah. and appreciate the call. Now that you've welcomed the gambling community into your sport. That's something that you have to be held accountable for. And it's not the Lions game that you're talking about. You're talking about the Patriots game that they lost on Sunday Night Football that essentially ended their hopes of making the playoffs. But it's a good question, man. If they win that game and they're still in the hunt, are you benching Russell Wilson? Like, what do you do in that spot? Yeah, I mean, I I don't think they bench him. Well, I, I take the well. I, I don't know, man, because just the way they went by doing this whole thing, I think they Slimy. probably would have, man. It's hard to believe that they wouldn't have. I think they, I, I think they had this planned the whole time for real. But I, what's I, the I, message you're sending to the guys in that locker room with the playoffs within grasp? Uh, within grasp, you are benching a quarterback who gives you the best chance to win because you want to forego having to pay him thirty-seven million dollars. What what, you, what did you I mean, what are you saying to your players by doing that? Well, you saying to your players like you guys just worked hard, but there's no way we can win the play that, that we can make the playoffs. Um, 
thank you for all you've done but this is the route we're going to take for the organization we need to try to get some of his money back signing russell wilson has been the worst that we can possibly have done and we need to try to recoup as much of a much a much as much of our finances back as we can all right see you so, next year <laughs> uh so i just pulled up that uh the box score because i remember that game you guys almost spoiled. it's funny you almost spoiled the uh patriots perfect season during the regular season but then you ended up doing it you know in a more grand fashion in the super bowl but you went 15 carries of 67 yards but was involved in the passing attack. Five receptions, 44 yards, and a touchdown, a 17-yard touchdown pass from Eli Manning, who, who finished with four touchdowns in that game. So you had a, a pretty a pretty good performance against the uh, yeah, rival yeah, Patriots. Yeah, no, I, I did because I went out there because I know right, right, like right away, like every time you play and you have a team that's so uh, so inquisitive about your your physique and your stature as a person, and that's pregame. That's all they had to say to me. Man, you so damn big. Like, man, you so damn big and so fast. Like, bro, like, man, like, why you ain't playing defensive end? Like, all that. That just told me that they were afraid. <laughs> that's all that told me. Uh, so They, they didn't I, yeah, want to smoke with BJ, man. They didn't. And I know that. And I knew that. And, and I definitely knew that. But, you know, it, it came out, man. They still professionals and still gave it everything they had. But I just knew that they was going to have problems stopping everything that we offered. And they did. They just they had Randy Moss, and 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 he was the difference maker in the, in, in that game. Now back to the Ty Butler and Brandon Jacob show on ninety eight point seven ESPN. Finishing the year strong, twenty twenty three. We're going to be back um, two weeks from now because next Sunday the Jets will finish their season. The NFL hasn't announced times yet, but I, I would imagine they'll keep the Jets and the Pats in the one o'clock game just because those are two you know. Bad teams, unless there, there's some juice to it possibly being Belichick's final game, which, I mean, I, I don't know if that has enough legs to it for you to move that game. But if they stay at 1 o'clock, we will be off next week. But then the rest of the postseason, the entirety of the postseason, you can find us every single Sunday from 11 to 2 right here on 98.7 ESPN. We will be all over the playoffs the Jets and the Giants, unfortunately, won't be a part of it. There'll still be, you know, topics of conversation, but we will keep you locked and loaded, ready to go as we get toward uh, a Super Bowl Sunday, where Usher's going to be performing that hats on. You're you're an, you're an Usher guy at all, BJ? Not really. I'm not. I'm not really a R&B type guy like you that. You not a lovey dovey dude. I mean, no, not really, man. I don't, I don't really. I like to be hype. You know, I mean, I like to be in my car jamming, head bobbing. You know what I mean? Real, like, yeah, like that. Y'all weren't bumping. You don't have to call, and you know, you got it bad in the locker rooms during those no, like 27, no, 2007, no. 2011 runs. You get beat nah? like that. You you get beat like that. <laughs> you <listen to> <laughs> like that. Oh man, you get beat like that. That's 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 funny. That's funny. But you know. I, I will say this, uh, assuming you cool with it. Just so last year I hosted on Super Bowl Sunday and I played nothing but Rihanna just because yeah, I was trying to get you know get the people in the mood. We're gonna have to play some Usher records on Super Bowl Sunday. We're gonna have to. Just for the people out there. For the people to know. Well for the people just so the people could could you know, could could see we got some soft sides or you got a soft side. I got a soft side too. We, also, we got ladies listening to the program. Absolutely we, we do. Absolutely well. we do. I'm all right with that. I'm cool with that. Let's do All it. Right. Cool, 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 cool. Quick update before we get back to the phone calls. Uh, the Bills, I told you, capitalizing off of a Bailey Zappi 
interception, settled for a field goal. Looks like they got the ball back again, uh, but the Patriots up 7-3. to Bears on the board. They're up 7 nothing over the Falcons. Maybe they do keep Justin Fields, who's been playing much better of late. Uh, Colts 7-3 over the Raiders right now. Rams and Giants scoreless. Eagles get a touchdown. They're up 7-3. Uh, I mentioned to you guys that the Dolphins were up 7-0. Back King Lamar Jackson. He throws a pass to Justice Hall. They tie the game 7-7. And the Jags up 3-0 over the Panthers. Just like the Niners are up 3-0 over the Commanders. And then you've got the Saints up a touchdown 7-0 in Tampa Bay. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Dave in the car. What's up, Dave? Hey. Hey, what's up, guys? Happy holidays. Two things I just want to mention real quick. I don't know if you've seen the meme out there, but um, the Bears quarterback is right behind Lamar Jackson as far as touchdown, QBR rating, and yards. I think he was the steal of that draft. And just imagine if the Jets would have drafted him. On his athletic ability alone, that team would have been probably in the playoffs. But just wanted to throw that out there quickly. The reason why I'm making this call, I think the NFL Players Union needs to investigate what happened in Denver. It's not just that Peyton was just basically dogging. Listen, you may not like what happened in last year with Hackett and Wilson, but let's face it. Wilson will end up in the Hall of Fame one day. He should have had two Super Bowls if there wasn't a blown call on the goal line. And he had an off year. And the point I'm trying to make here is, number one, if he was any other quarterback in the league um, with that type of resume, I seriously doubt Peyton might have dogged him out the way he dogged him out. But the fact that they asked an athlete to change his contract conditions, okay, no agent, no player in any sport, whether they're winning or losing, is going to say, let me help the team out, with the exception of a few millionaire players like maybe Rodgers to bring some players in. But to remove, ask him to remove the injury specs of his contract, I think that's a violation. And I think that, I think that Peyton is going to start really ruining whatever luster he has on his legacy in the NFL. The shot he took at Hackett and now this with the way he treated Wilson, there are a lot of players who are not going to want to play for him. Let me know your thoughts. Enjoy your new year. Bye-bye. I think that's a great phone call, man. It sends the wrong call. message. And like you said, the PA needs to ju- to jump in because, you know, this can't become a precedent going forward. You, you've embarrassed and humiliated Russell Wilson. Say what you want about him. He didn't deserve that. And for the team to be able to get away with what they're doing, I just think it is wrong. It compromises the integrity of the sport. It compromises the product. And, you know, the gambling community is not going to be happy about that at all. Yeah, I mean, he need he needs some sort of uh, backup here, uh, at least at least fight for half of what they owe, at least fight for half of what they owed him, you know? Yeah. And I think that's what the PA is for. The PA is supposed to be for the players, and and they got they got to step in this at some point. Some they got to step in. If, if I'm Russell Wilson, I, I'm I'm gonna give me an attorney, and I'm going full speed ahead, man. Like I, I'm not letting this ride if I'm him. Uh, Vinny and Staten Island, what do you what do you got for us, Vinny? Hey, how you doing? No, I just want to piggyback off something that guy just said about Justin Fields. If the Jets would have drafted Justin Fields, they'd be in the playoffs. What is he? Is he started his holiday drinking early? <laughs> no quarterback was being no quarterback was being successful with this offensive line. I think that was proved this year. And the only way the Jets are going to get good is if they 
get rid of this whole coaching staff. Two coaching staffs got to go. Even the defensive coach, they got great players on defense, but their defensive scheme is terrible. They don't blitz enough, they don't put enough pressure, and they don't play enough man-to-man. As of the well, thing with Chubb, God, I'm sorry, God. I apologize. Uh, Vinny, I, they announced last Sunday that the entire coaching staff is coming back, so you're not going to get your wish. I'm I know. Sorry. You're not going to get that wish. I, I know. It's just, just I don't understand how. I don't understand how these people are coming back. It's, I mean, they've proven they're not capable. Salah's proven not capable of a head coach. He can't. He just can't do it. I don't want to hear about the quarterback anymore. There's other. There's other coaches winning with backup quarterbacks. His team just makes too much. Too many penalties. Too many mistakes in key situations. And he just. There's no discipline there at all. It's just. It's. It's, it's a bad situation. And his. His. His whole message. The team is deaf on it now. They don't want to. What are they, What is he going to start all this nonsense again? No gas. No brakes. Nobody wants to hear it anymore. It's time for a change there. <laughs> oh, man, Vinny, I can't disagree with yeah, anything. Vinny has had it. He's, He's had, had it. it. Uh, yeah. Quickly, Brandon, uh, your thoughts on what the what became the Tommy DeVito sensation? I think it's a great thing, man. I, I like when stories like this pop up in the league. Um, you know, a, a hometown guy, um, you know, ha- happened to get in and give a team who needed a boost badly a boost. You know, he 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 did everything we needed him to to you know to do as a quarterback for our franchise, and and I got to take my hat off for him. You know, to you know to him because he gave us some happiness. You know, throughout this long season, the only happiness that we had as Giants fans, he he it came through him. So I mean, should he get opportunity somewhere next year, or should he get opportunity to be a legit Daniel Jones backup? What should happen with Tommy? You know, going forward in 24. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Giants, Kyron Williams uh, gets into the end zone uh, for the Rams. So the Giants are trailing uh, by a touchdown. Bailey Zappi just threw another interception uh, in New England territory. So the Bills are at first and goal uh, with an opportunity to take that lead. They currently trail 7-3. to three. I disagreed with uh, Dable going back to Tyrod Taylor. I thought you should have allowed um, – uh, Tommy DeVito to, to continue to play just to see what you got from him in his final eight quarters of the year. But they, they've gone with Tyron, and right now they're trailing in this game. Now back to the Ty Butler and Brandon Jacob show on 98.7 ESPN. It's time to decide. Are you in or are you out? Oh, let's do it. Ty Butler, Brandon Jacobs. Uh, we are on until 2 o'clock. Larry Hardesty coming up next. Make sure you tune in to him. Rich Tamini is going to join at 3 o'clock. Uh, they've got Jay Bromley at 4.30 and then Pat O'Keefe at 5 o'clock. So he's going to be all over the place. Jets, Giants, Knicks, you name it. Uh, make sure you check out Larry Hardesty coming up after the show. But at this point, at this time in the program, we allow our producers to be stars. So let's do it. Tom, let's do it. Joe, let's see what you got. If we can bring the music down just a hair, just so I can hear you guys. Thank you. What's up? What y'all got? All right. Are you in or out with the Giants taking a QB with their first round pick? Uh, I'm in on it, but only, and this is, I'm sorry to do this. I'm only in on it if it's one of the three quarterbacks uh, who we all kind of collectively feel uh, is franchise changing, like Caleb, like Drake, like Jaden. If it's one of those guys, I think they need a quarterback. Uh, and obviously it's predicated on if, if Dable and company love that quarterback, 
but um, it has to be it has to be someone that you believe is going to be uh, a franchise level changing quarterback, not just taking a quarterback for the sake of taking a quarterback. I am out on the Giants and have you know taken a quarterback in this draft just just you know just for the simple reason why I I, I don't think that you know he's going to even sit the one year they have Daniel Jones under contract. I don't I, I don't I think these guys got so much hype around them they're not coming to sit behind a Daniel Jones for 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 a bad Giants team. Um, it's, I, I don't think that's going to be good for your locker room. I don't I, and I definitely. You know, don't believe if I if I'm one of those guys and and I'm up for Heisman and you've been talking about me all year long about how great I am and you're gonna come here and draft me and put me behind a guy where everyone said how bad he was all like all year long. I I don't think that's a that's good for your locker room. So I, I'm definitely out on that. Next, all right, hot bot button topic of conversation today: Russell Wilson in or out? Russell Wilson returns to a Pro Bowl form next season on a new team. Um, I am, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say I'm in on that because of the way this year ended for him with a whole lot of stuff. So I think he'll go into next season with a chip on his shoulder. I think Russell Wilson is a really good quarterback for whatever happened. The marriage with him in Denver just didn't work out as well, you know, but I do think he's a really good quarterback and I do still think he got a lot of smoke left in the tank. And I, and, and I do think that this is something that he can take this, you know, and use it. You know, to his advantage, I do think he can. End, I think he can end up there. So I hate what's happening to Russ right now. I I, I think it's terrible for the league. Um, if if the question were, do I think he can become a, a top ten-ish quarterback next season? I would be out on it. But since the question is getting to the Pro Bowl, and we see anyone get to the Pro Bowl yes. now, uh, I guess I'll, I'll be in on it just for yeah. the sake of that. I, I agree with you, Brandon, that he, he's got a chip on his shoulder. I don't know that that necessarily translates into production on the field, but you know, given what I said about the Pro Bowl, I, I just got to be in on that. Next. Are you in or out on no money in football for the rest of the year? I'm out on it, man. I'm out just because it's it's what you're accustomed to having. Like it's just sitting there on a platter for you. I guess it's good news for the family because while I still will be like engaged with with the NBA, that there's that there's not like that appointment game every single Monday night, so they get more of me. But I'm I, I'm out on it. It just it's this this part of the season is weird where you don't get as many games. You love it because it's playoffs, but I'm out on it. What do you got, BJ? I'm out on it as well, man. Monday night football means a lot. It means a lot. It's, 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 it's that one game where you know you got on Monday night. If you worked all day Sunday and you didn't have a chance to get there and watch games, or, you know, like outside of the Sunday night game, you know, uh, due to your availability, and that Monday night game is huge for, for those for, for those people that didn't get that opportunity to, to just sit at the crib all, like all day Sunday and watch football or didn't get a chance that Thursday night for whatever reason. But Monday night football is, is, is the staple of the NFL, man. Like, we, like, it's, it, like it's needed. All right, next. Now, before I get to my next in or out question, just building off of Joe, what do we think of Saturday night football in the regular season for the NFL? See that honestly, I don't like. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's, it's competing with college football. I think I'll be out on that because, I mean, nothing like college football in a late game. You know, on a Saturday night when you got all the big teams on the West Coast playing late night. That so it's, I think it's a, just a more of the non-competing clause that 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 the two 
uh, companies that obviously have an NCAA and the NFL. So I don't I don't think that'd be right for someone to have to pick to watch their team, you know, to watch to watch their team play versus watching college football. I'm out on it for a different reason, and I look. I enjoyed that highly entertaining uh, Lions Cowboys game last night that had so much riding on it, and it had the controversial ending. It's just. Again, back to the family thing, man. Like, if, if I'm getting games Saturday, like last week, it was it was two Saturday games at a, a a nice slate on Sunday. Then you had three NFL games on Monday with five NBA games. Like the family man part of me, it's like, man, like, <laughs> come on, y'all gotta help us out. Y'all gotta help us out. So I, I'm out on that. Next. All right, last in around for you guys today. In or out. The NFL will one day, not necessarily tomorrow, just one day, discipline their officials the way fans see fit. Not by taking away their playoff games, but through suspensions, relegations, whatever it may be, the way fans see fit. Well, I'm I'm not sure if I could if that's an in or out question, but I definitely think that was, there there should be something done about some of these things with some of these officials making these big time mistakes and costing these teams wins when in critical times of the season where they need to win and and and, and they're making mistakes so i definitely think it'd be some it should be some kind of uh, punishment for them yes absolutely i'm in on it just because you know i i want to repeat myself but you know when you have this amount of pressure from a partnership that has become you know, it's just so, so big, so huge, so important. And I'm talking about, like, gambling purposes. Like, you don't want to have any type of controversy that's going to compromise your, your product, that's going to cause you, you know, lawsuits and, and, and things of that nature. By the way, the Giants just scored a touchdown. Uh, who is this? Is this uh, that's Wandale, Wandale Robinson? Robinson. That's Wandale Robinson, yeah. Wandale a little trick play for Wandale Robinson. I didn't know he was that fast. He, no, he's Damn. a speedster. He's got to he's got to get some better hands because there's some uh, passes he's been dropping all year long. But uh, that's a nice that's that's a nice play for the Giants. So pitting the extra point, they'll tie this game at seven uh, at home against the, the Rams. But yeah, that just because of like the pressure coming down from gambling and then you know the sport the sport is so highly scrutinized, I do think that at some point we'll see some type of you know measuring and and how we we discipline our officials. Now back to the Ty Butler and Brandon Jacob show on 98.7 ESPN. Fabio Carrique, it's been a nice addition for the Giants. Yeah. Having a really good season. They got some pieces on this defense. I know Banks not playing today, but he had a really good rookie campaign. You got Dexter Lawrence. Pennock, he just actually left the game uh, dealing with, with an injury, but... Uh, yeah, you got some some pieces here that you could work with on that side of the ball. Yeah, I think the Giants. I mean, I think they they got an overall pretty young uh, a pretty young team too. So I mean, we we get this offense right, man. I think that the, I, I think the Giants would be, I think they'd be pretty good if they can figure out an offensive identity. Yeah, and you know that is going to be the point of emphasis this this off season. Got to get that line figured out. See who your quarterback that's, is. Todd, that's Dana. every year, though. Yeah, every year we got to get the line figured out. Got to <laughs> stop pointing the finger at, the, at, at that line, man, because we got two first round, two top ten draft choices up there at uh, tackle. We got a second round draft pick at center. Like, we have players that we we, we can't keep drafting linemen every year. We just can't. Yeah, but that Evan Neal thing, is not, is that, that's not going to work out. And he just had surgery or is going to have surgery. Uh, how 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 does that happen? Where a month ago, it was almost two months ago now, November fifth, they they called it a left ankle sprain, 
And just a couple of days ago, they went back in there and now figured out that it's a, a left ankle fracture. And I'm not laughing at the injury. I'm just saying, like, that's crazy how that happens. How, yeah, how they miss. Yeah, I, I, I get it because they should have saw that the first time. Yeah. And the decision could have been made one way or another for his future, you know, for the rest of that season. But, yeah, man, it, it's, it's – it's, it's, it could really mess up a lot, you know, when these you know these doctors think they they got everything all taken care of and and they make mistakes as well. So I I don't know how that happens when you're looking at the same picture to see the same thing and and how it goes from a sprain to a fracture. I don't know. All right, uh, let's go to David in Brooklyn. What's up, David? Hey, what's up, man? Thanks for taking my call. Appreciate um, you making it. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to respond to the previous caller that called to rail on the Jets. Um, I'm a Jets fan, you know, for whatever that, you know, means to people. But I just feel like what frustrates me about the Jets fan base is that we want to start over and throw stuff away so fast. And it's like, it's annoying. I get it. Stuff hasn't gone our way. But you want to get a new coach, a new coaching staff, get rid of, you know, the, the the defense coordinator and all that, and then bringing a new, and then when that doesn't work, we're gonna start all over again. Like, can we give the dude a chance to go through a season with the quarterback? It's, it's been three years though, bro. And, and I appreciate know. the call, I've been, David. I've been, I've been, I've, I've been through all of the seasons, man. Look, I appreciate the call, David. We're up against the clock. Uh, I I get it, man. You do want some some synergy, right? You want some stability. You don't want to keep going through head coaches and GMs and quarterbacks, but they just they've had an issue finding a guy. And 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 when your head coach is seventeen and thirty four in three years, hasn't made the playoffs, and every every week it's they lead the league in penalties. Like some of these things that that should have been addressed, uh, haven't been. So I, I understand the Jet fan running out of patience and that wearing thin. Let's go to uh, Joe in the car. What's up, Joe? Hey, what's going on, guys? What's up, bro? Hey, what's up? Two two points, Jets and Giants. First of all, Jets, um, honestly, I feel a lot of it is Hackett's fault. Um, if you remember the first game when Aaron Rodgers went down and Wilson went in, Hackett was a bit like I'm snubbing on Zach Wilson. I was watching that a bit on the sideline. I don't know if you guys saw that. Um, I felt like he wasn't calling place for him. And he. I know Rodgers went down and he was his guy, but, you know, you got to do what you got to do. You got to play, step up and just, you know, play. Um, on the Giants' end, listen, Tyrod Taylor is good. Been in the league for a long time, but listen, Tommy DeVito, give him a shot. Maybe he'll play very well. Find another, you know, a, a decent job next season. You know, why don't they let him play the rest of the season? I, I appreciate the quote. Yeah, I, um, Brandon, I thought they should have let DeVito finish the season out. I agree. I do agree because Tyrod had his opportunity. Uh, he ended up getting hurt. Didn't do that bad, but ended up getting hurt. You know, we still, still, did, you know, still. Still dealing with a bad line, but uh, I think I think I think Devito should have been the guy in and should have never been benched because he gave us a, he gave us happiness like this year. He was a bright spot in our you know in the middle of a really horrible season. So I definitely just off of that, I think he should have got an opportunity to, to continue being a starter. All right, one last recap of the scores in the NFL right now: Bills up thirteen to seven on New England. The uh, Buffalo Bills are in position still to win that division, so they got to win out and hope that Baltimore uh, wins this game against Miami today. Speaking of the Ravens, they trail 
The Dolphins 10-7 in the second quarter. We go to Chicago, 14-7. The Bears are up on the Falcons. Meanwhile, the Colts up 7-3 on the Raiders. We've got a tie in the Giants and the Rams game. Uh, Wondell Robinson scoring a touchdown on a jet sweep. Eagles up 14-3 on Arizona. Philadelphia trying to wrap up that division. They got to win this week and next week. And then hope San Francisco uh, loses a game, and then uh, they'll be in a position to uh, steal the number one seed. Tampa Bay trailing at home by a touchdown, 7 to nothing to the Saints. Meanwhile, in Washington, the Commanders are down 10-3. to They start uh, Sam Howell today because uh, Jacoby Brissett, who was supposed to get the start, got hurt this week. C.J. Beathard uh, getting the start for the Jags with Trevor Lawrence out. Has Jacksonville up 6 to nothing on Carolina. And in Houston, in C.J. Stroud's return, back to the lineup, under center for the Texans, they lead 17 to nothing over the Titans. Brandon, fun show today, my man. My God. Happy New yeah. Year to you and Happy the family. Happy New Year, brother. I know you got to work tonight, 5 to 9. So we'll be locked in on that, but I just want to wish you and your family a happy New Year, bro. And then you know, we'll get an opportunity to do this once again in, t- in two weeks. Yes, sir. We do, man. It was hey, it was hey, it was good doing the show, man. It's, it's been a long time uh, for us. We've been off, so great, man. We you know finished the new year on a good note, and and looking forward to seeing you in these playoffs, man. Looking forward to seeing you. So uh, that does it for us today. What a what a blast! What a show! Shout out to Tom Bauer. Holding it down as usual. We got Joe Leo in the fold. He's rocking his net jersey in the studio, still holding out hope, <laughs> uh, you know, for Mikael Bridges and company. But that was fun. Hit us up on Twitter. He's at Brandon Jacobs27. I am at Ty D. Butler. Coming up next, Larry Hardesty. He's going to keep you locked and loaded because uh, he's got Rich Samini coming on. He's got Jay Bromley. He's got Pat O'Keefe. And he's going to keep you covered all day long. And going to have you going into the new year. Feeling good about yourself. Happy New Year, everyone. Peace and love. Yes, sir. Yep.